0: Okay. Hello, everyone. Welcome to With Wit. Today is a great, great episode. I am sharing a very important conversation with two powerhouse women, the co-founders of the Chamber of Mothers, Erin Ehrenberg and Raina Boston. So I met Erin recently at an event, was so inspired by her just thought she was kick-ass, super smart, doing awesome things, and was like, you guys have to come on the podcast. So... Erin is an attorney, she's a serial business builder, a mom of three, and the founder and CEO of Totem, an advocacy platform for modern mothers at the intersection of ambition and motherhood. She is a co-founder and executive director of the Chamber of Mothers and maintains a part-time legal practice where she assists women with business and intellectual property matters. Raina Boston is a rising thought leader in the women's and maternal rights space with a fresh imperative voice. She is a mom of three, a fierce advocate for working families, and a co-founder of the Chamber of Mothers. She's also a writer and creates content for her online platform, The Working Momtras, a community designed to help empower moms to unsubscribe from the scams of motherhood and resign from doing it all. Raina has appeared on Good Morning America, PBS NewsHour, and many of your favorite podcasts. So the U.S. is one out of two countries without national paid leave. And for too long, American mothers have been unsupported. The Chamber of Mothers was created to unite mothers in their fight for basic rights. Additionally, if you or anyone you know is struggling with postpartum depression, you can call the hotline 1833 Help for Moms. Sorry. That's one 9 help for moms That's one 943 5746 This hotline has helped more than 10,000 women with an average response time of under one minute. I left this conversation feeling so inspired and grateful for them and their fight for women everywhere. Here is Erin Ehrenberg and Raina Boston. I am so excited to be chatting with you too and also so happy to be doing it in person because Same. I do I do so my podcast interviews virtual and there's a different level of connection mm-hmm. and I feel like with this with what we're talking about it's just so nice to have the sense of like community of motherhood and everything so we have Aaron and Raina here and I guess first off why don't we start by just introducing yourselves, how you got into this space, and then how you met each other and decided to start working together.
1: So I'm Raina, and (laughs) I... Started this work and got into this work because in 2021, my daughter was born Mm -hmm. and it was she's my third kid. Mm -hmm. And she was the first child that I had paid leave for. I have it through my employer. My first two kids, I did not have any paid leave. Wow. So I had her in October of 2021. I'm watching all this Build Back Better stuff happen. And I'm feeling so excited, so pumped that we are going to have paid leave for everyone because I knew what it was to not have it and have it and the difference that it made in my life, the right. difference it made with my, any postpartum mood disorders, right. all of that. Yeah. So I'm feeling like America's finally getting it right. I am pumped, I am so excited. <laughs> and I watched it go from 12 weeks to four weeks mm-hmm. to be pulled out of the bill completely. Mm-hmm. And I just felt so much rage. And I also felt that, you know, people who have access to paid leave, either through their state, or through their employer, the words that they often use are, I'm so lucky. My mm-hmm. company is so generous. Mm-hmm. And my immediate thought was, why are we relying on luck and generosity for something that should be a right? right? And that really fueled me. There were a lot of other people talking about their experience, like Aaron, like the fifth trimester, who's Lauren Brody. Mm-hmm. And I just remember hearing, how are we going to come together? How are we going to push back against this? Right. We were all so fed up, fired up. And wondering what we could do and so we all joined forces like motherhood avengers (laughs) (laughs) and that is how the chamber of mothers was formed and i would love for aaron to talk about like the logistics how all of that came together yeah so my background i'm i'm an attorney i have three
2: kids i've worked in entertainment but i really changed when i became a mom Mm -hmm. i had no idea how unsupported i would feel as a woman who had become a mother. I mm-hmm. felt like there was no even conversation about what a shift it is mm-hmm. in your, your brain, your body, your relationships, your ambition. Everything shifts in a moment. You know, there was so much ink spilled on how moms were the social safety net of the whole country of during course, the pandemic. Right. And so there was part of me that really hoped that we were finally, you know, from a law and policy standpoint, going to do well by moms. Right. You know, being that the U.S. is the only country of our ilk without any paid federal family medical leave. I mean, we're one of, we're the only industrialized or developed nation without paid leave. We're one of six Mm -hmm. overall, and that's including micro uh, countries around the world. Mm -hmm. And so I had been tapped through Totem to join some briefings with the White House around what was initially called the American Family Rescue Plan that Biden put out. And it was this beautifully inclusive paid leave program that included adoptive parents and included time to care for yourself if you were sick, care for elderly, um, bereavement in the case of losing a baby. It was just so beautifully thoughtful. Mm -hmm. And so I was on these briefings and felt really enthusiastic about it. We were reaching the quote unquote everyday consumer mother Mm -hmm. with these advocacy values. Mm -hmm. And We had all gone, I think, from a place of we started these platforms and really felt like we were helping individual moms with that feeling of isolation. And then started to realize, you know what? Even the suggestion that one more thing for a mom is going to help her feel better, Mm -hmm. it's BS because we're laboring under systems that aren't supportive. There's not one more program or talk or you can buy or access that's going to fix it. Right. It's like the institution that's the problem. A hundred percent. There was this moment. I remember where I was standing. I was in the laundry room of all places, and I was talking to another co-founder, Daphne Delvo, who's mm-hmm. this amazing litigator in San Diego. And she said, what most people don't realize is that the biggest blocker of paid leave is the Chamber of Commerce. They have paid leave on the job killer list. And where's the chamber of mothers there's the aarp there's the nra there's right. the national association of Re- association of realtors all these affiliation groups but there are 85 million moms in this country with up to 15 trillion in spending power annually and we control over 85 percent of household spending If we were to truly come together and say no more. Right. And I'm talking, you know, guns, the maternal mortality crisis, the child care crisis, Mm -hmm. lack of paid leave. If we were to say we are done Mm -hmm. and we are going to vote you out or not vote for you if you're not for us, everything would change. Right. The power of the mothers. Yes. Yeah. Because it's this
0: sisterhood that's like nothing else that you everyone just gets it. I think it's so amazing what you've done. So how many years has the Chamber of Mothers been around?
1: Yeah, so I always say that the Chamber of Mothers is as old as my daughter, my youngest daughter. Okay. okay. And so we are like two years old. Okay. Um, This was like born right around the time that she was. Right. And she really galvanized me to do this work. Right.
2: Yeah, it started as a social media movement. Right. I mean, that moment, that laundry room moment for me was one where that it had come about because our advocacy partners, we had this big Slack channel, okay? And they okay. were giving us on the ground information and they said, you know, Biden, Harris, cinema, and Mansion just went in a room and we might get four weeks paid leave. Okay. And we want you all to go on your social media platforms and say, this is great, everybody stand up for it. Uh-huh. And I just said out loud, we can't build back bleeding. Because the at that point it, the rescue plan had turned into build back better, and right. I said we're asking moms to build back bleeding. I having three kids, I bled for six weeks postpartum. Right, and here was the other thing we asked moms tell us about four weeks postpartum, mm-hmm. and I have this privilege of being in a desk job most of my life. We were hearing from moms who said I work on a fulfillment floor. I was back two weeks postpartum because one in every four moms is back at work, mm-hmm. but within two Mm -hmm, weeks, mm -hmm. and she had blood that was running through her jeans Mm -hmm. while she stood there and picked and packed orders. Yeah. And we were hearing stories like that, and to use Reina's verb, it radicalized all of us. Yeah. It's just just not okay. So what's the current
0: mandate at the moment like what is for paid leave
2: well it was really lost there is really no paid leave Mm -hmm. measure that's being voted on right now there are a couple bipartisan paid leave working groups and so we're doing advocacy federal advocacy in dc where we're meeting with members of congress Mm -hmm. on both sides of the aisle and really talking about what's next right But there's nothing in the works right now.
1: Not federally. And I will say there are states that are doing the work. Mm -hmm. I think that we're up to 13. Mm -hmm. I could be wrong. But there are more and more individual states that are just taking it upon themselves. Mm -hmm. They know that it's good for their state. It's Mm -hmm. good for citizens. It's good for business. Mm -hmm. And they are enacting state Leave programs. Mm -hmm. And the other, the flip side is, and this is how I have access to paid leave, is through my employer. Right. I live in a state that does not offer any paid leave. And my employer offered, you know, I took almost six months paid Mm -hmm. to be home with my child. And as Aaron said, like that really radicalized me of knowing what it feels like to go back at six weeks. The value of that time yeah, in
0: your life because you'll never get that time back. No, right. Right.
1: But also it's the feeling of at six weeks and 12 weeks postpartum, mm-hmm. I barely knew what was going on. Mm-hmm. I wasn't ready. No, mm-hmm. no. I And my baby wasn't ready. No, there's like so much bonding left
0: to be done. There's mm-hmm. so much mental and,
2: a phys- and physical healing. I think what really concerned me about looking at a time period that's so short is if you look back at the history of the FMLA, which is unpaid leave that most most everybody can take, Uh those 12 weeks were not decided upon based on any data of what moms need or what's good for the family or the baby or the, the unit. It was just a compromise, but that was 30 years ago. right? And that Really, something that was meant to be a placeholder has become precedent. And so we really feel that there's this opportunity for moms to lead what's next here. And to really, every time we're in D.C., we hear evidence-based solutions. All mm-hmm. of our lawmakers are saying, we under we all are aligned that this is the right thing to do. We need an evidence-based solution. And so we think there's an opportunity to do this right with, yeah. with paid leave, with affordable, accessible child care, with improving maternal health in this country. We want to do it the right way. That having been said, we know that there is a short game to play where we right. need to get the wins on the board that we can right. and a long game.
0: Okay, guys, the holiday season is finally upon us, and that means it's boot season. And if cowboy boots, specifically, which are super cute right now, if they are on your wish list, I seriously suggest quality leather boots from Tacova's. So I have a pair of Tacova's, they're timeless, they're quality, they were such a good gift to myself they're honestly like the gift that will last forever. Tacovas are beautiful Western boots handmade by skilled craftsmen in time honored tradition made to stand the test of time. There are dozens of colors and styles to choose from for men and women. I have the black ostrich boots in the style called the Jesse, and they pair so well with so many different kinds of looks. Create a timeless Western look with other classic Takova staples, like their lineup of vintage and styred denim, apparel, hats, belts, belts, and other accessories. Tacovas will go the extra mile to make holiday shopping a smooth ride out-of-the-box comfort, direct-to-consumer pricing, free shipping on all boots, and free exchanges. If there's a Takova store in your neck of the woods, swing by for some Western hospitality. A cold one, a boot shine, gift wrapping supplies, all on the house. You can even get your gift custom leather stamped or branded. Plus, their expert staff is ready to guide you to that perfect pair. And if you're still stumped, grab a gift card. They'll fit everybody. Start off gifting season in on the right foot at Tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. Don't go gently, y'all. Are you a type A organizer and master planner? Well, good for you. And that sounds really nice, but honestly, it's just not me. I wish I was, but being organized is just something that I'm constantly needing to work on. And it's definitely a thing that can bring on extra stress and anxiety. So I'll take all the help I can get in this department, which is why I am so excited to start using the Skylight Calendar. So the Skylight Calendar is a smart touchscreen calendar organizer for all of your chores, groceries, and to-dos. It automatically syncs all of the different digital calendars your family uses and shows them all together on one beautiful touchscreen display. There's a larger 15-inch size one that can be mounted to the wall or a smaller 10-inch size one, and both can be turned into a digital picture frame when not in use. Timmy and I have started talking about how we want to introduce some small chores into Sunny's routine, and the Skylight Calendar has its own chore chart feature, which I think will be an extra incentive for him to be able to check off chores on the screen and watch his progress bar update. Events are all color coded, and additional features include dinner planning, grocery lists, and daily weather forecasts. So great for me because I have lists in all different areas digitally written down in my brain. This is so helpful because it can serve the purpose of having everybody's lists all in one place from all your different sources of communication, your phone, your computer. Give yourself and your family a gift that will bring you peace of mind and ease the mental load of parenting. As a special limited time offer for our listeners, get $15 off your first purchase of a Skylight calendar when you go to skylightcal.com slash withwit. That's S-K-Y-L-I-G-H-T-C-A-L.com slash wit to get $15 off your purchase of a Skylight Calendar.
1: Hey friend, I'm Nicole Walters, Mom of Three, your internet bestie and founder of Inherit Learning Company. If you're looking for the motivation you need to pursue a life of purpose, then join me each week on the Nicole Walters Podcast as I share my hard-learned lessons and answer your DMs about life, business, and everything in between. We'll laugh, we'll cry, and we'll grant ourselves grace as we do life together. Check out the Nicole Walters podcast every Tuesday here on Dear Media. You can listen anywhere you listen to podcasts.
0: So is that then up to you to come up and draft that solution? Like, so
2: how, how does it realistically break down now? It's really relationship building. Yeah. And I think... What we're doing at the federal level is really trying to build relationships and be in conversation with lawmakers on both sides mm-hmm. and understand what are their imperatives, what are the pieces of legislation that are currently on the table that we mm-hmm. can get behind that now. That can help and right. guide. Yeah, exactly. And sense. then when it comes to something like paid leave, where you may just even have to start fresh with a new administration that's where you can be a, a bit more idealistic.
0: Mm-hmm. What is your messaging with your community right now like to keep us all all sane and like able to you know be there for our families as yeah. like the the heart of the families
2: essentially. I think it's really to stay in community. Mm-hmm. What we have seen over and over is that There's so much divide. And Mm -hmm. now we're looking at the divide across the world, but there's such a divide in our country. Mm -hmm. And we really think it's so key to anchor into where can we all agree? Mm -hmm. Even in some of these issues that have been framed as divisive, they're really not. When you sit across the room from somebody, you look in their eyes, you can connect on so many things that you have in common. Mm -hmm. Where can we all agree? Mm -hmm. We can all agree that a mom shouldn't have to go back to work bleeding. Mm -hmm. We can all agree that... If you as the mom or the dad or the caretaker can't be there for the baby, then there needs to be an affordable childcare solution. Mm-hmm. We can all agree that America shouldn't have a rising maternal mortality rate that mm-hmm. makes it three times harder to survive birth if you're a black mom in mm-hmm. America. Mm-hmm. We can all agree that this is unacceptable. And I constantly go back to that word, unite. Yeah, we will never be able to sustain this if we're not in community. It's too hard. We it's are. So true. We're still in the middle of, we're all fighting our own battles around what it means to be a mother in America, a woman in America, what partnership looks like, and it's a lot. Mm-hmm. And if we don't have each other, if we don't have our friends, and we're not in this together, it really is impossible to sustain.
0: So you focus on the three pillars of advocacy paid leave, child care, and maternal health. Tell me more about each of these and why those are the three pillars.
1: Yeah. So we've talked a lot about paid leave. Yeah, We know that it is essential for not only mom and baby, but families in general Mm -hmm. to have that time. It makes people better parents. Mm -hmm. It makes sure that kids' health is better maintained when you have the time off to take them to their litany of appointments. Mm -hmm. We often talk about paid leave as something that's bad for business. It Mm -hmm. takes away from the business. But it actually doesn't. I agree. Companies that offer paid leave are not doing so because they are generous benefactors. They know that it is essential to retaining great talent Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. attracting great talent. Mm -hmm. And so paid leave is just like, to me, fundamental. Agreed. And to our organization, fundamental, because we don't have it in the Mm -hmm. United States. Mm -hmm. It's not broadly available for everybody. Childcare is one of these issues that we all need it. Right. Child care is essential. Child mm-hmm. care is infrastructure. Our federal government does not subsidize it like every other functioning country right. in the world. Right. On average, the U.S. spends about $500 per child, whereas other countries spend $15,000 wow. per year wow. per child on early childhood education. So mm-hmm. this is important because, you know, we've gone over this child care cliff. Right. In the short term what that means is that what is already unaffordable, what is already more than folks mortgage is about to become more unaffordable. Mm-hmm. And then in the long term those centers are going to close, which creates more scarcity, which right. lessens the opportunity for people to work, which mm-hmm. is why they need child care. Mm-hmm. It's so stressful. It's those so stressful. first 2 to 3 years to try to figure
0: out. And it's like it just it's so obvious like you make the mother go back to work and then you don't provide any yeah. support for the kid like mm-hmm. it's just it's so the mouth is not math no
2: and, and you're no. hitting on why we chose these 3 because yeah it like really, it's so obvious i mean
0: it's yeah. so necessary it's like basic necessities mm-hmm. that a woman needs in order to Like, live, like, let alone thrive, which is what we should be
2: doing, but just, like, exist. Exactly. Well, and that's why when we were, you know, we really came together, and the tagline for it was we wanted to be the nation's biggest collective for mother's rights. Right. But when we had to get down to brass tacks and put together a deck and say, okay, what are we focusing on? What are the metrics, et cetera? Mm -hmm. It's all about maternal health, right? Mm -hmm. It's about maternal mental health, physical health thriving, wanting to stay in America. I mean mm-hmm. our long mission statement used to be to create the country we want to live in mm-hmm. and to bestow upon future generations because at the time so many people were talking about how do I get out of America. Right. I want to raise my kids in Italy. I hear that you can be paid three thousand bucks to go to Sardinia. Mm-hmm. What's that about? Like everybody was miserable and so angry, especially post-pandemic. Mm-hmm. And so we look at intersectionality which has become a, a word that's kind of been beaten a lot, but You really look at you do not have a healthy mom without paid leave without child care. Mm -hmm. And so really looking at if our big goal is to create this country that moms want to be in, the mom has to be healthy. Of course. And the maternal mortality crisis is truly an emergency. Right,
0: and then third, creating a safe environment for a a woman to have a child. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. Right. So tell me a little bit about the, the maternity mortality rate.
2: Yeah, so last year we were invited to a maternal health consortium, health consortium. yeah okay. and it was a number of panels that were put on to talk about the fact that we are the only country of our peers whose mortality rate for moms is going up. Mm-hmm. And it's three times worse for black moms. It's about 2.5 times worse for Native American mothers. Mm-hmm. And what are we going to do about it? Right. And so we found ourselves in this room, and we're meant to solve the mortality crisis in America. They put us at tables, and you know there were some folks there that were from these huge managed care. There's also— the momnibus, which is a collection of provisions that are pieces of legislation meant to abate the crisis. Mm -hmm. And so that is something we're really lobbying for in D.C. Mm -hmm. Every time we go, we talk to people of Congress about the momnibus. We look at all the different provisions and try to put our bet on the ones that are most likely to succeed. Mm -hmm. And you've got everything in there from you know, some technological advances that will help moms just report. Just have Mm -hmm. a provider to go to and say, I feel like I'm struggling. Mm -hmm. I'm, you know, feeling like my mental health is not so great or I'm physically not feeling the way I thought I should feel coming home from the hospital. Mm -hmm. Just being in touch is one part of it through tech.
0: Definitely. Um,
2: Some other pieces of it are expanding Medicare and Medicaid to 12 months postpartum. And the thing that kills us is that That is available now to every state, and I think only 24 have accepted it. So we're there to say, please, every state, why aren't you adopting this? It doesn't cost them anything. So we're just finding over and over, and I think this is where listeners will probably share sort of this feeling of being, as we say, fed up and fired up. Right. We're in these conversations, and it can sometimes be hard to keep hope because— You realize that Congress people are elected, and they have a couple different issues that are their platforms, and most of them don't have mom's frontal lobe. Mm -hmm. They're not thinking about what moms need. And Mm -hmm. so we're constantly there reminding them about the numbers around the mortality crisis. And I think what's disheartening for us is so many times there's just not even an awareness.
1: Right, right. But you know what? It does feel hopeless, but I think where I still maintain like, some joy, some shred mm-hmm. of anything that's keeping me going mm-hmm. is that we have the unique ability as an organization to connect the dots that mm-hmm. they are too close to the mirror yes. to see, right. but also humanize it. Right. Mm-hmm. I carry every story that anybody has shared with me mm-hmm. on those trips, mm-hmm. and I'm waiting to de- for my moment to deploy them. Um, Back to that consortium that we went to. So we're sitting at the table with doctors, with policy people, Mm -hmm. with researchers, folks who wrote a paper on uh, or study on doulas and how beneficial they are. Mm -hmm. And then they're like, has anybody had a doula? What was it like for you? So it was like they knew academically what the benefit was, but they had not had Uh, any human experience. And A black mom, I had a doula with all three of Mm -hmm, my births mm -hmm. just as another person to help me advocate for myself. Yes, And that should be the standard of care. That is an easy way for us to bolster our rates of not only just, you know, survival is the floor. Of Mm -hmm. course, but the support and the
0: advocacy and, right, the not feeling so alone through the whole process. Exactly, and so
1: for us to be in the table to help them connect the dots of, like, this is why somebody would choose a doula, this is why they would choose it with their first, second, third, Mm -hmm. and why Mm -hmm. it's beneficial, Mm -hmm. or, you know, in any types of conversations to be able to say, you know, we met with somebody, a rep, the last time we were in D.C., and he was like, I focus on veteran issues. Okay. And it's you a veteran have issue. Yeah. Pregnant and postpartum veterans. There was uh-huh. a moment at my table where
2: the gentleman from Centene kept talking about how a baby that goes full term uh-huh. costs an insurance company twenty five hundred dollars on average. Okay. A baby that goes into the NICU costs between two and ten million dollars. So another of our colleagues from the Chamber of Mothers, she was really just sitting back, and then she said, let us help you stem that gap. Let us help you save money. If you were to provide moms, not just with an OBGYN, but if they were to have a birth worker, a doula, a pelvic specialist, if you were to have the right wraparound care so that a mom was more equipped to go full term, mm-hmm. we can save you money. Right. And so we've had to go from this place of, look, we all come at this from like a heart centered place. Of we're course. moms and of we course. love moms of and course. we want things to be better for you, for me, for everybody listening, for our kids. Mm-hmm. But you... We have had to learn that we have to talk dollars and cents, right? And we, we have to just make pra- like try to make
0: practical small yes. steps towards yes. things and make right? it about money.
2: It's what is the there is an economic mm-hmm. imperative we have to here. speak to them in
1: capitalism, yes. Yes. right? We <laughs> totally. have to speak to them in capitalism, in terms, and I even mean, right. sitting at the table with doctors who are saying, I know plenty of my colleagues, and I've considered dropping the OB part because Mm -hmm. it doesn't make it it's costing me money. Wow. Um, But that is a natural place for we should have more midwifery care. A hundred percent. They have excellent outcomes. They could be a part of the solution. It would be a great solution for rural families. Right. And so we are just there taking in all this information, taking in the stories that our people, our community have told us, mm-hmm. and helping them connect the dots. And mm-hmm. find small um, solutions. And that 100%. makes so much sense. One thing
2: I will say in terms of hope that we really realized at our last fly into to D.C., we're, again, really going into bipartisan offices, right? Yeah. So we are not an organization that is super progressive, certainly not super right, you mm-hmm. know, and we've learned that this is an issue that needs to be embraced across the lines. Mm-hmm. So— As we're doing that, we're really researching what do our Republican members of Congress, what are their imperatives? What are they concerned about right now? What is speaking to them? And we were really interested to learn last time that they have paid attention to the fact that post-Dodd, so when Roe v. Wade was overturned, Mm -hmm. the the maternal mortality rate has really skyrocketed. Okay. And so there are a lot of moms that are, they don't get the care that they need, et cetera. Mm -hmm. Well— I find a lot of hope in knowing that a lot of our Republican lawmakers are really saying, if we say we're pro-life, that needs to be after birth, too. Exactly. We need to stand for, you know, moms making it through Mm -hmm. childbirth and Mm -hmm. thriving. Mm -hmm. We need to stand for child care. We've started playing with this phrase, instead of calling it paid leave, Mm because I joke that. What fiscal conservative is going to say, I'll pay you to leave your job? No one, right? <laughs> yeah. But a, another— um, Yeah, perhaps a little bit of different like market exactly. on the term. Exactly. So we came up with this phrase, time to care. Uh-huh. We need time to care. Mm-hmm. And so we started playing with that, and we're kind of road testing it in some Republican offices and saying, are you willing to co-sign a piece of legislation that would give— parents time to care and then to show up at work. I love that. Right. So
0: it's just finding those little ways in. Yeah. Okay. So every year the holidays seem to sneak up on us faster and faster. And before you know it, you're scrambling to buy gifts for everyone on your list. Osei is making the gifting decisions easier on all of us this year with their super glow body set. I love Osei. I recently went to their spa in Venice. I love their products. I love everything about them. This box is so Great. It's a limited edition box featuring 3 of Osea's best-selling body care products: a full-size Undaria Algae Body Oil, the Undaria Cleansing Body Polish, and a travel-size Undaria Algae Butter. I can attest that all 3 of these products are incredible, and this gift set is the perfect way to try 3 of Osea's best sellers at an amazing value. Plus, they come packed in a beautiful box so you can skip the gift wrapping. I think anyone would be excited to open up a gift of Osea, including myself." I have been the biggest fan, like I said, of Osea products for years. I cannot get enough of the algae body oil. It smells like heaven and it makes my skin feel so nourished and soft. It's definitely a bestseller for a reason. Osea has been making seaweed-infused products that are safe for your skin and the planet for over 27 years. Give the gift of glow this holiday season with clean, vegan skincare from Osea. And right now, we have a special discount just for our listeners. Get off your first order site-wide with code WITHWIT at oseamalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A-M-A-L-I-B-U.com and use code WITHWIT for 10% off. Okay, so... It seems like everyone around me right now is getting sick or dealing with bad allergies. I have sworn by Cold Calm and other Boyron products for years now to fend away sickness, so I love that they're a sponsor of this episode. As soon as I start to feel a sore throat or a runny nose coming on, the first thing I do is reach for Cold Calm by Boyron. This non-drowsy medicine is made with pure ingredients that relieve symptoms throughout every stage of a cold. Coldcom Calm Meltaway tablets don't require any water, so you can just have them in your bag to take on the go. Unlike conventional medications that mask symptoms, Cold Calm by Boyron works with your body to relieve symptoms throughout every stage of a cold from onset to resolution without causing any sleepiness or drug interactions. Coldcom's family-friendly line of medicines include MeltAway tablets for ages 4 and up, as well as pre-measured liquid doses for little ones 6 months of age and older. And side note, they don't taste bad so you don't have to deal with the pushback of giving your little ones yucky medicine. Visit boyronusa.com, that's B O I R O N U S USA.com, and use code Wit at checkout for 20% off your purchase of any cold con medicine. That's B O I R O N U S a.com and use code with wit for 20% off your purchase of any cold COM medicine. Claims are based on traditional homeopathic practice, not accepted medical evidence, not FDA evaluated obviously you two are on the front lines doing all the work but how can someone like me or anybody listening get involved and feel like they're actually doing something
2: to make a difference I would say if you're driving don't do it now but if you have Instagram (laughs) open go open up Instagram follow at Chamber of Mothers you can join us we would love you to join just through email because we give a lot of really helpful information and we also we didn't talk a lot about our local chapters but we are expanding we We are expanding expanding the local chapters all over the country. So we're in 15 spots now. We want to be in all 50 states by the end of 2025. And this is really a place where moms can come in, and I'm sure everybody listening is having a lot of feelings around her own motherhood story. Mm -hmm. Or even dads that are listening are thinking about what it was like for them Mm -hmm. or their partner our chapters are your place for you to come in, share your story in a safe space, mm-hmm. and then come out with action. It's not just sort of a mom group, which that's great. Right. But this it's is not a just place, a place to vent. hundred percent. It's a place to talk about what is your concern, what brings you here, why do you feel this spark of advocacy? And then to really help you identify. One of the exercises is what kind of advocate are you? Identify, like, what is your advocacy personality? Like, Mm -hmm. Whitney, you might be a rebel. Mm -hmm. Raina might be an organizer. And really find that personality so you can sustain it. But then one really cool thing is so many of our chapters have come out with these really specific action plans based Mm -hmm. on their... Locale and what's happening in the community. That's amazing. In Boston, there was a really awful loss of life. A a mom named Lindsay Clancy suffered um, postpartum psychosis, and she was really reaching out and asking for help. And the story does not end Mm -hmm. well without Mm -hmm. saying more. Mm -hmm. Lindsay Clancy's community reached out to our head of the Boston chapter and said, we need a meeting that's just about maternal health. Mm-hmm. And so we brought in an OBGYN, we brought in a, psy- a maternal health psychiatrist, mm-hmm. and we really held them. And then they came out with an action plan. That's really We amazing. also have had some other chapters that have said, hey, weirdly enough, our state offers paid leave to everybody but teachers. Let's go out and like get something signed
1: and sign a petition to get teachers paid leave the purpose of the chapters is to not go it alone right it Mm -hmm. is to build that confident competent community especially as we head into 2024 which is an election year Mm -hmm. where we can organize in our areas to say childcare that's a deal breaker for me. If if you don't have it in your platform, I think there is so much of feeling like I'm screaming into the void. I don't know where to begin. I don't know who to Uh, talk to. uh, I don't know whose opinion to trust. I'm so confused.
0: I feel like I know nothing. So I might as well just like not vote or not get involved. There's so much of that. Exactly.
1: And when we do it together, when Mm -hmm. we carry each other, when we identify what kind of change maker we are, because women and moms also feel like, I have to be doing it all. Absolutely not. There are some people who are great at calling their elected official. There are some people that are great at organizing the the meeting and finding space. Right. There are people who are great at- There's so many different levels of helping. Constructing, helping tell the story, all kinds. And I think that what- puts people off or scares people about advocacy is that they essentially feel like they have to be the salesperson right Mm -hmm. and not everybody's good at sales or asking
0: for money like that kind of a thing you know yeah or feeling like they are needing to yeah push their opinion on someone else but it's not about that it's about having a place where you can have open conversation totally and there's such
2: a sense of shame that i hate to see in moms and our meetings they're saying things like Well, I'm just embarrassed to admit this, but I'm so tired and I'm so overwhelmed. I don't really even know who's up for office. Mm -hmm. I don't know what the issues Mm -hmm. are. And when we say safe, that's the place to say it. And we're going to say, of course, same, Mm -hmm. but here's what you do. Here's Mm -hmm. where to go and download your sample ballot so that you in a private moment after the kids are asleep can look through it, take your time and really figure out who you want to vote for. Another really specific tactic is to just Google your elected official's name plus issue, whether it's like child care, paid mm-hmm, leave, mm-hmm. gun safety, maternal health, mm-hmm. and see where they stand. Mm-hmm. And so in 2024, we really have a campaign coming up called Vote Accordingly, mm-hmm. where we just want moms to go in informed and to vote accordingly. Yeah.
0: That makes so much sense. Like, it's yeah. as simple as that. Yeah. Just here's the information. Now totally. let it empower you. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Every—a a different note he hits everybody. Like, what for you, what's the note of this work that draws you in?
0: I think for me, I had an experience after I had Sunny. I felt really, really, really down. And I called my doctor, and she, she basically asked me, like, do you have— Um, do you think that you could harm yourself or your child? Mm. And I said, no, it's not like that. It's just, I'm feeling pretty, pretty low. And she's like, okay, we'll just wait it out and everything will be okay. Whoa! And that was kind of like the only checkup I got beyond that six week checkup that they tell you to come. Like, it's crazy Mm. that you give birth and then you don't have another checkup for six weeks after that. So I just remember in that moment feeling extremely, extremely alone and not knowing not knowing what to do and looking back on that feeling like how I hated that time in my life. And mm. that was, may have been my only opportunity to have like a newborn and have mm. that feeling of, of I don't know, just wanting help and not feeling like I knew exactly where to get it. And even my doctor just told me that just give it time and it will be fine. And it did, but I needed more than that. I needed so much more than that. And had then proceeded to have so many issues breastfeeding and then Mm. five miscarriages and have Mm. had since just have had like a very difficult fertility journey. So all of this, any of these issues that can make a mother's life any easier is just so important to me and hit me on a personal level. Because having to like function as even a normal human being while having to deal with all these other things is like mm. you it's it's impossible it to is. enjoy life. It is. So yeah, mm. just
2: to answer your question. Yeah. Well <laughs> yeah. thank you. Yeah. No, it thank you for sharing that. And yeah. I that breaks my heart for you because mm. That's even... There should be so much more than an OBGYN exactly. that's the point. Like there, where was that mental health specialist to be? Like it's all on a continuum. Well, it's, it's all not on just to a find matter that. It was yeah. on me to
0: then find a three hundred and fifty dollar an hour therapist. You know, like it's and it's to have a supportive partner. partner which a lot of people do yeah. It's on me. Oh, I didn't. I I guess I forgot to talk with the lactation lactation specialist at the doctor. <laughs> she didn't catch me before I left, even though I was there for th- three the days. Look how you're blaming yourself. So then she never. You're, you
2: forgot. As well, if yeah something
0: you did wrong. right there's so just then i never support. got the lesson and that you know it was just all these little things that i can't even imagine if i were like a woman of color or anything what how, how much more difficult and i just it hurts my heart yeah. yeah
1: and i i think that you hit on something that's so important is that going back to the beginning of our conversation about uniting mothers mm-hmm. is infertility or fertility issues don't care about your income they do mm-hmm. not um, No, you know childcare is impacting everybody from mm-hmm. those of us who who might have privilege to those of us who don't everybody deserves basic
0: rights no matter what Absolutely. exactly
2: yeah. yeah it's like we're united in isolation yeah
0: as ironic as it's that so is so true right?
2: it's so
1: true yeah, And it's a scam. Like, like I yeah. feel like it's very much <laughs> intentional that we women and mothers are taught to internalize and individualize institutional failures. Yeah. And when you do that, the systems get to continue to pick our pockets. Right. Right. right yeah. They are never held to account. They are never made to pay us back for mm-hmm, this. Mm-hmm. They just keep getting away with it. Mm-hmm, and right. so th- I think that's so important and so integral to our mission is that We're in this together. Right. We can solve this. And also, we're the ones who are coming to save us. They are not coming to save us. We are the systemic change that we are looking for.
0: Mm -hmm. Thank you guys so much. Thank Thank you you for sharing. Thank you for sharing. Yeah. No, of
2: course. It's It's crazy. (laughs) Well, thank you guys. You're the best.